You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Welcome back for another episode of Televised Heroics. We're here. We're talking about the last two episodes of the first season of Invincible on Amazon Prime Video. And wow, what a last two episodes. Uh, Daniel, it's no surprise that they've been renewed for season two and three. That is a big step for them, and I'm very happy. I don't know if you you listen to Fat Man Beyond or not, but like every time and he and and Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard had Robert Kirkman on for uh, after the first episode of Invincible dropped, and then after the last episode of Invincible dropped, and like every time he's on, Kevin just keeps like mocking him about how he's a billionaire. Uh, essentially, I'm guessing just because of <laughs> how successful Walking Dead is and now how successful invincible is but uh he's also you know also making all those all of his projects being turned into tv shows and movies so uh you know it, it's just hilarious I don't know, are you listening to that show no but now uh, that they have uh kirkman on there i have to go back and listen to those episodes well you just listen to the last one it's, it's pretty funny it's the one that just came out this past weekend uh either way it's it's okay. it's funny to to hear I mean, I, I told you my my gripes with uh, with Kevin Smith uh, as of lately, but um, <laughs> it's still fun to to listen to the two the three of them kind of dunk on each other. So uh, yeah, give it a give it a listen. There is a little bit of a promotion for someone else's podcast that you know doesn't <laughs> you, you you know if you listen to us, you probably listen to that one anyway. So. Let's talk about Invincible. Yeah, let's talk about Invincible. Uh, I mean, is there a certain place you want to start? Do you just want to get into it? Like, where did the seventh episode begin at? Like, it's after the the college, so Mark is very sad. Right. I, I, I mean, he's heartbroken, and he reveals his identity. In the first, like, what, five minutes of the episode? <laughs> that's, that's his big, like, uh, his big... I'm sorry, or his big reason. It's like, look, I'm, I'm invincible. That's the reason why I'm not around. And she's like, I know. Like, I've known for a while. Amber is like, I'm not dumb. It's obvious. But yet she still is not okay with the fact that he wasn't around. Yeah, it, it, it just seemed like out of left field, I think, you know, that would be like a forgiven reason. But she's like, nah, you're not worth my time no more. Bye. Deuces. <laughs> I mean... I, I, there's a lot of reasons he, she could be mad at him still, but like, I just feel like this was the the one. Th- this wasn't the hill to die on. I guess is is the the, the one I'm gonna get. <laughs> but I mean, I, I I'm still gonna take his side, man. I mean, he he's out there saving the world. He's out there helping people. You know, you can't be mad at that fact. 
<laughs> uh, you saw who we saw working for Cecil with uh, with more robot men or <laughs> robotic men or I don't know what you call them, cyborg men. Half human things. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, D. A. Sinclair. He he he. I think I I think I said that, didn't I? Yeah. That he was going to end up working for Cecil. Think so. Yeah, that's what we're. Uh, I was like, they're not going to let him rot in jail, and then we started brainstorming a little bit of what was going to happen. Nah, there you go. We both said it. Uh, so yeah, more yeah. more men that uh, Cecil says they were soldiers that that gave as much as they could on the on the on the battlefield. Now they're giving a little bit more. So. I guess we're supposed to be a little I, bit more I don't okay think with that's it. That's necessarily true. I mean, it's probably not true, but I think <laughs> that's what he said to make it make it seem okay to Deborah or Debbie. True, and then you actually see his true colors, I guess, on the finale. But we'll get that into that in a bit. <laughs> um, yeah, you got you got Adam Eve. That she's doing her thing. Uh, she sees that that. Everything's going down. She she kind of flocks to 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 try and help, but Cecil pulls her away. Right? Yeah. Am I jumping ahead? Because yeah, because no, it was Doug. Doug is the one that's like, "Hey, you need to come with me." Oh, that's right. Okay. That takes her across the street. Well, that was Debbie. Was oh it yeah, Debbie? Debbie. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, that was Debbie. The whole thing. You know, with the whole Mahler, uh, Mahler twins thing and with uh, with Robot, I honestly was not expecting any of that. So is that what is that what happened in, in is that what happened in seven when we got to see the young? Yeah, that's Rudy what happened body? in seven. Uh, OK, OK. Yes. That reveal. So we were both right as well with, uh, you know, Robot actually having a human body at one point and he sealed himself um which just opens up a whole bunch of other questions because I want to know what happened to his previous body. What do you think happened? Uh, I mean, it, to me, it looks like uh, some type of birth defect or maybe he got some kind of rare disease that just started making his body um, not uh, decay uh, or fall apart. So he, he was smart enough to build himself a exterior body for him to live in or to function through and... Now they they were he used the Mahler twins like ability to uh, grow a body, which well, just happened to look like Rex Plode. Yeah, so I have another theory. What what do you what do you think if maybe Robot just consistently tried cloning himself over and over again, but it wasn't perfected, and that's why he looks like a shriveled up big fetus that can talk? So are you, are you saying that he's like super old? Yeah, especially for him to be so smart with everything. And so, um, ah, crap, what's the word? Not elegant, um, not intricate. Articulate? Yes, articulate. He he knows so much about the world, especially he knows how to save Monster Girl. So I think he probably could be survived, you know, probably a couple hundred years old. Yeah, I, I could see that happening. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, that'd be pretty interesting. Obviously... He was, he's, but the fact that he's smart enough to, to live that long and keep making his own body, but not perfect cloning that he needed the tech that the, uh, 
Mahler twins had is, is baffles me too. Yeah, I mean, see, that's why the theory kind of goes away. But I mean, I think it'd be pretty cool if that's how it went. And obviously, Mahler twins are geniuses that can set up a whole cloning thing. They have perfected the cloning process. Yeah. So I yeah they got there's there's a lot to robot that we haven't seen yet. I think. Yeah, and I, I don't know how I feel about the whole reason that he chose Rexplode's body. I still think it's a little bit weird, and a whole, that's also a whole another thing to uh, kind of unpacked. <laughs> I mean, does that mean that because Monster Girl, when she becomes a monster, she's gonna she gets younger? Is he can just keep cloning himself younger bodies to to stay the looks the same age as her? That or what if he just cle- uh, keeps cloning Monster Girl over and over again, and so he finds a way to make her you know age the correct way, not backwards. No Benjamin Button. <laughs> I mean, does would if she cl- if he cloned uh, Monster Girl or at least her human body? Would it also be able to turn into a monster? Okay, that's actually a really good question. Uh, I don't know. They said her powers were magic, right? Yeah, her. her it seems like her powers are magic. I, I guess I, I don't remember them saying one way or the other, but I would assume it's magic. So uh, I would assume that a clone body of hers wouldn't wouldn't have the same magic. Okay. All right. But never mind. But yeah, I don't know. But maybe he will try to perfect some way to fix her to, you know, make her age the correct way. I mean, that would be helpful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe get a dark home. Dark. What was what was the Clancy Brown character's name? Dark Demon. Oh, uh, the Demon Investigator. Dark Blood. Yeah. Rat. Dark Blood. Yeah. Demon Dark Blood. Damien Darkblood, yeah. Uh, it's, if it's magical, maybe he and he knows how to to fix it. But maybe he's gonna be uh, obviously he's still you know moving around and stuff and somewhat living. But maybe he's like, okay, if I remove the curse, you know, she can't, you know, transform into a monster anymore. Or if I remove the curse, she's gonna be a permanent monster. What do you want? True. Um. Overall, I do love the banter between the Mahler twins in this episode, and um, they're pretty uh, insightful, man. They they know a lot of stuff. They were <laughs> in this episode. I mean, talk about their their gif from Robot. The the co- uh, the collar. <laughs> well, it wasn't just the collar. They got the the collar, and they had uh, Immortal's body. Well, they they were grave digging the other in the previous episode. They're digging up the grave where the immortal was uh, laying in. Oh, I thought I thought Cecil had the immortal's body. No, uh, they all they buried the bodies in a secret, uh, secret location, and uh, the teenage kids were digging up the grave. They're like, oh, if you um, if you take his head, then basically you gain his powers. Oh, and that's, that's when right. the Mahler twins rolled by. That's right. That's right. So yeah, they 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 tried to. Well, they they were putting the the immortal back together, but they were they thought they were going to be able to control him using that collar. Right. So, and this is this is the thing that bugged me about this episode, and I, I don't know why they chose to change up the animation when uh, you know they they tried Frankensteining him back to life 
Um, and, you know, he was stuck in his time in medieval times. And then the portal opens up and he wakes up. There's a slight change in that uh, animation. And I don't get why they did that. You know, I, I, I'm such a dork. I didn't even recognize it, but uh, I'll take your word for it. What, like, how does it change? How does it look? It, it was like they didn't fully animate it. So it was like the immortal was kind of like sliding across the screen until he like came back to life. Oh. And popped into where, yeah. Okay. You'll uh, be able to notice it wasn't as fluid as the rest of the show. <laughs> Uh, but them bringing him back to life made it so that he was remembering his last moments of life and sent him straight into yeah. uh, trying to fight Omni-Man. Omni-Man? That, um, yeah, that was uh, crazy. Um, yeah, I... It was actually it was pretty cool seeing the POV though of Omni Man chopping off his head. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie. Let's let's but, get let's get uh, into the the last the the fighting of Omni Man. So like, how'd that all start again? Um. So he uh, so Doug kills all. Or I'm sorry. Uh, Omni Man kills all the agents in his home. That's right. He goes across the street, kills Doug, and then he's in search for Mark. And then um, uh, Cecil is trying to talk to him, um, but he's not having it. And uh, he keeps trying to murder Cecil. Cecil. And then they drop the android cyborg human undead things. Right. I like the. I liked it when he was chasing Cecil around. Cecil's like barely staying ahead of him with the teleporter. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really cool scene to see too. Yeah. Yeah. He almost catches Excuse him. Me. Yeah, is a straight for the neck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then is that when the immortal shows up or did? No, uh, they released that Kaiju. The Kaiju was was before the immortal. Yeah, um, because uh, Mark and and, um, Omni-Man try to take him down. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, the Kaiju shows up and, and this is a Kaiju from the earlier seat in the season this this time from episode two yeah from episode two and this time uh cecil says they've removed his pain receptors so he's just angrier and tougher now <laughs> and they gave him a bunch of steroids that's right that um i mean what that was like their lat that was like the final I guess defense against Omni Man, if you would say it was definitely their last hope. If they couldn't, like, it sounds like the, you know, after we saw Mark get almost killed by Battle Beast and they they used his blood, they were like, well, Mark's probably the closest thing that we got to maybe stopping Omni Man if we need <laughs> to. Uh, when Mark said, "No, I'm not going to do that," that's when it seems like that's when they released Kaiju. Okay. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm not going to fight my dad. And then, yeah, uh, Immortal comes in and he he puts Omni-Man on the ropes. Oh, yeah. He he, he seemed like he got closest to, to putting him down. He even, like, put his fingers in his eyes and, not, like, almost made it so that he... Uh, he uh, he was eye- blind? <laughs> yeah, he was blind, but 
Omni-Man managed to kill him again. Yeah, on live national television. (laughs) (laughs) Which is the thing that finally got Mark to see that his dad was bad. Well, at first he believes that it's like he's he's been taken over. Mind-controlled? Yeah, mind-controlled. Yeah. Also, from watching the immortal fight, uh, Omni-Man, uh, more Invincible, or I'm sorry, Incredibles references, why you shouldn't wear a cape, because uh, he used that to his advantage a couple of times. <laughs> he did, he did. This is like, so this is essentially like watching two supermen go after each, go at each other. Right. And I just want to say that um, there was, I want to say there was two, but I can only remember one Dragon Ball reference on the top of my head, um, because the Saiyans, uh, they're born to uh basically take over planets and sell them to the highest bidders obviously that's uh what viltrumites do mm-hmm. so it's i don't so know much, if it was like intentional you know well it's definitely not so much the highest bidder they just i mean it might be in dragon ball but in this it's more just to yeah add to their empire because they got rid of so much of their You're own right. people uh because the, the whole thing was like survival of the fittest so only the the best of the best lived, so they needed to make sure that more of their society moved on. Right. Which I thought was pretty brutal, you know, like, oh yeah, we, you know, all the weak died and, you know, the strongest survived and here I am. <laughs> uh, I mean, we get, we got to see the glimpse of just about all the other people that are out there from Veltrum. Uh, it's going to be... yeah. It's going to be pretty, pretty, pretty brutal. Looks like coming up. Uh, I mean, I, do, I I haven't read the comics. I know you haven't read the comics, and uh, from what I understand, Omni Man's not even the biggest threat from Veltrum. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> yeah, so that's scary. So <laughs> very. So you know, obviously, uh, Nolan or you know. Uh, Omni-Man got sent down to Earth, you know, to take over Earth. So do you think that they, you know, he immediately had to wipe out, you know, the human race? Or do you think, uh, you know, they're just being patient because, you know, he was, he's having a kid along the way that's eventually going to develop the powers and help him, you know, take over the planet? What yeah. do you think was that's all about? Yeah, so he says something to the, the fact that he has to wait till he has a, a kid that has powers, right? And... Right. He, he also says that, you know, he, since he lives for so long, that the amount of time that he'd spend with the people on Earth is going to be, a, you know, a blink in the eye, even to the point where he talks about Debbie being essentially just his pet because he's going to outlive her for so long. Uh, it makes me wonder is like, he, has he, how long has he been on Earth? And has he tried to have kids with other women before Debbie? That's ooh, that's actually a good point that I didn't think about. <laughs> and, and does that mean that when he had other kids that they didn't have, they didn't develop powers? Is it a possibility that, that it, cause it, I mean, it definitely seemed like he didn't know if Mark was going to develop powers or not. So yeah, that's why they never, right. had, they never had to have that talk with him. But now that he had powers, that's why everything changed. So do you think Omni-Man just uh, murdered his uh, wife and kids if they didn't develop superpowers? Previous yeah, wife He probably did. Uh, he obviously does not care about killing people. Like, 
No. It's a thing that he tried to beat, <laughs> literally beat into Mark while beating him is that, you know, all these people are insignificant. It doesn't matter. Uh, even to the point when, like, Mark would save somebody, he would kill them right in front of him to be like, see, they die easily. <laughs> They're fragile. <laughs> he, to the, I mean, that scene when he held him in front of the subway car. While everybody is going through them, or they're going through the everybody, more more to the point, that was gruesome. It was. That was also all POV. But if, if Mark wasn't freaking out, flailing his arms, do you think the people would have survived? Well, okay, maybe not died as no, they would still die brutally. Never mind. <laughs> it would have been a brutal death either way. But yes, uh, <laughs> them, the two of them, Mark and Nolan, were acting as a pole that all of them were running right into like if you ever watch those videos of how metal gets cut like it's essentially that (laughs) oh man the thing that was the worst um just to hear you know coming out of nolan's mouth was when he's like hey man he's all all this death and destruction it's all your fault (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean he, he constantly just kept like berating mark and i don't know if that was more like for his own benefit so that he could do what he needed to do because obviously when it came to the end when he was about to kill him and he said i'll still have you dad like if he lived forever it reminded him of the time when he was so happy of his son for for hitting the baseball and it was it all that's all it took for him to to flee to leave earth to leave his son alive and and not go on with the mission yeah where where do you think nolan is going though can't go back to viltrum i mean i feel like i feel like that's an embarrassment (laughs) i feel like that's the thing that he's gonna try he's gonna try and go back to viltrum but yeah you're absolutely right that's not gonna work out for well for him maybe he just tells maybe he just tells viltrum that he killed everybody there so there's nobody left to conquer Aren't they keeping tabs? Someone has to be keeping tabs. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Obviously, Alan the Alien knows about <laughs> Veltrums and how they're trying to conquer uh, planets. So, because uh, he comes back and he talks to, to Mark on the moon and uh, tells him about the coalition of planets, I believe. Mm-hmm. Which, so they're going to be like the, the guardians of they, Oa? Well, they might be the guardians of Oa or the Green Lanterns. And Green Lanterns are obvi- are often called the, you know, the police of the space. And Coalition of Planets, mm-hmm. the COP, cop. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Maybe. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, so... Do you think Amber is getting back with Mark? She said, do you want to try again? And, you know, or he said, do you want to try again? And she said, if you're willing to. But I mean, like, uh, I mean, I don't know what 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 changes in that in that instance. Just just the fact that he was almost dead this time. I think so. Just the near-death experience was like, oh, crap, okay, you know, you need me, you know, I'm sorry I hurt you, I'm sorry I did this emotionally, not physically. 
what do you think was going to happen with um the Taylor guy? I forgot what the name of what his name was, but like they kept showing him at the end. Right. Uh, I'm glad he survived. Um, obviously, he's probably going to tailor up more suits for for Mark. Maybe for the Guardians of the Globe, do the same thing. Uh, not entirely sure. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Speaking of the Guardians of the Globe, they went against Cecil's orders of standby and did the smart thing of going to help people, people that were going to be that were in danger because of the fight between Mark and Nolan. Uh, They they did full on global damage. I mean, fucking Nolan (laughs) drug Mark all over the globe through buildings, even into like the crust of the earth. Uh, who knows what kind of damage Oceans, he caused? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> everywhere. So that that was insane. It definitely was. And the other thing too, I did want to bring up. Um, I mean, what do you what do you think is going to happen to Eve? Because uh, you know, when she was uh, hanging out with Mark's friend, she's like, "Oh, hey, like you know, I'm a superhero too. I'm Eve." And like, oh, you can multiply yourself. He's like, no, that's duplicate. I, I'm the pink one. Remember, like, oh yeah, haha. Uh, I mean, I still say this: all these people are sleeping on her, and she is the most powerful person. She is, she's more powerful than the Phoenix Force in my mind. She's, she's <laughs> probably as powerful as Doctor Manhattan. She just has a personality. Wow. I mean, she can change things on an atomic level. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think with proper training, she could probably take on Omni-Man? I mean, with... with, I don't even know if it's training. It's just ha- she has to either learn or just expand her thoughts on her own powers. But yes, yes, easily. If she can change things <laughs> on an atomic level, she could change Omni-Man himself she could make his heart blink out of existence okay that's actually pretty badass (laughs) i mean even if she could just change things into doors if she changed his chest into a door and then opened it (laughs) and reached in there (laughs) and then reached in there and all of his insides fell out then he's dead (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I want to see that now. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I mean, I, I have to imagine Kirkman knew what he was doing when he created her and, you know, made this character is have this power because it's got to play on. It's got to it's got to be a bigger long con game. Yeah, especially if she's one of the main characters in this. Mm-hmm. Do you think that her and Mark ever get together? Because she was showing up when uh amber was there right right yeah so do you think the two of them are hanging out in mark's room yeah yeah well no that was earlier but i'm talking about in this episode didn't she like come to say hi to mark and then realize that amber was there and she's like oh hi oh that's right yeah yeah that's right i don't remember and Crap, I didn't have another Oh yeah, all the all the villains on Earth are uh, gonna wreak havoc now because Omni Man is gone. The earthquake dude uh had a short scene at the end. Oh that's right. The one that's kinda 
crazy himself because he he keeps vibrating yeah. his own brain. <laughs> There's that. So, I mean, Muller twins are probably going to escape. Uh, Cecil has an army of those android things. Yeah. For whatever reason. They're probably filled with people that died during this giant c- catastrophe. We also, sense. <laughs> we also found out that the government puts certain things into the water so that people can't see things. Yeah, great. You know, feed that into the conspiracy theorists that are watching the show. <laughs> great. That's what we need. Like, could you imagine you just walked into something and you didn't see it, but it, like you still don't see it even though you walked into it because you can't see it because they <laughs> tampered with your eyesight? That's so weird. I know. Oh, that's right. And um, they he turned on the light. Cecil turned on the lights and Mark um, saw the immortal's body. They're putting him back together. Yeah, they were putting him back together again. Like, I mean, he's called the immortal. So I would assume nothing kills him. I don't know why they, they buried him in the first place. So, so you think he is, that's true. Probably so nobody would tamper with his body anymore. Do you think that he's the point to, as long as the head stays intact, or the brain still stays intact, you can basically bring him back, back as many times as you want. I mean, it might be a thing where you, as long as you just keep pushing the pieces back together, even if his like brain had got destroyed, if you put it close enough to other pieces of brain, it might just start co- connecting again. I don't know. <laughs> because, I mean, the Muller twins, uh, they uh, soldered his head back to his body. Right, and then it just started healing like after they brought him back to life. Yeah. What do you think the plan for the immortal is? Because, I mean, he's, do you think he's going to try to kill Mark? Because, you know, he's the closest thing to Omni-Man? Uh, maybe not. I mean, I think with the second season, they, I think they, I don't know what they're going to do, but it needs, they need to do with Mark is like, he needs to have a season of him just going from hero to hero to villain to villain and just training so that he can actually be able to fight when his father shows up. I mean, there could be, depending on that when I take it, there, you know, the opening scene from, you know, season two, and the, that episode might be like a giant montage of him just training and stuff. I mean, that's what I hope, because he needs to be able to, he needs the, that's the one thing that's like always been weird. Like, wh- whenever a, a superhero to me has like super power, like super strength, they never actually learn to fight they just rely on the super strength which usually works but could you imagine if like so when the hulk went up against thanos like he was just brute strength he was trying to go up against him but thanos was like you don't actually know how to fight this is how you actually fight and he took him down he beat the hulk no problem so and i'm talking about in in game the movie uh infinity war not in the comic books i don't know how it right. out in the comic books but that that's one thing like i know at one point they tried to get superman they tried to write it in that superman learned like a kryptonian martial art uh but i don't think he needed to go that difficult i mean you just teach him how to use judo or how to use uh you know something that's not as lethal as like Krav Magog or something, you know? <laughs> well, I, w- I did want to touch on that, too, because I think Nolan actually knew how to fight because he was whooping butt. Not, he wasn't just, you know, relying on his super strength. He actually had a couple of counter moves. I mean, that's how he took, you know, the, the original globe. 
Yeah, no, no, just overpower them. That's that's absolutely true. Like no one knows how to fight, and obviously they train him before they let let him leave Veltrum. So, but n- no one, even no one, no one was only training Mark how to use his powers, not not how to fight. True. So, yeah, th- there you so, go. So he given- should go. No, Mark should go find Battle Beast and ask him to train him. Oh, he was in that in that scene too. He might. Yeah, I mean, if he's if he's like a Lobo, maybe he'll just be like, "Pay me, I'll train you." That'd be pretty cool. So, so given what we saw uh, in a fight, what do you give it to, Omni Man or Superman? Uh, I mean, you have to go with what Stan Lee said. Who's writing it? <laughs> but if you went, True. if okay. you go up against Superman and, and Omni Man, I, I we literally have not seen uh, a weakness for Omni Man yet. So I, I, I mean, oh, I'm, I'm, I mean, I almost want to give it to Omni Man, but Superman does have other powers too. Like we haven't seen any uh, heat vision or freeze breath from Omni Man, so. Maybe yeah, Superman. I mean, seems Superman. seems like seems like Superman might might have the the advantage. Okay, but I mean, from what we saw too, Omni Man does not care about anything. And given that you know, Super Clark was raised, you know, Boy Scout, he That's would try true. to do the exact same thing as as Mark, save every human life as possible. You're right. You're right. So, so you're probably purposely distracting to get a couple of punches in. Yep. Mar- um, advantage Omni Man. Now, yeah. <laughs> if Soups can get Omni Man to like another planet where there's nobody around, then maybe it's a different story. Maybe they fight inside the sun. True. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, Omni Man's probably gonna die and burn and you know that thing. <laughs> Uh, all right. Anything else you wanted to bring up about the two episodes? Uh, do, so with the fight that happened between Mark and Omni Man, um, especially since it was broadcasted everywhere and caused so much chaos and destruction, do you think that's going to ruin uh, Mark's or Invincible's, uh, you know, credibility or like his image? I think it will. I think there will be a lot of redemption or having to repay for the damages that that happened. Uh, we did see more of uh, what was what was uh the one guy who who uh kind of tricked uh, uh invincible during the battle beast fight the one oh, of, yeah, that's machine right. titan 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 yeah we saw him so that's true you know there's going to be more about that going on, going forward i'm glad he's coming back yeah <laughs> Because I like Marshall Ali, so yeah, yeah, Marshall Ali is uh, is pretty awesome. So, uh, all right, if you have something to say about Invincible, we'd love to hear you. Please find me on Twitter. I am at Mitchipedia G E M G E M stands for Geek Elite Media. Daniel, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Super Daniel. The rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our website, geekeletemedia.com. Whatever podcatcher you use to listen to us, please rate and review us. It helps spread the word of our network. 
But until next time, this is Televised Heroics on the Geek Elite Media Network saying always remember to... Geek out. Geek out. This concludes our broadcast. Beep.